This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. I just finished traveling Southeast Asia for 41 days, and I usually always get sick when I travel, and quite frankly, eating is difficult for me. It's hard to find a restaurant, and I'm spoiled in Austin with my personal chef. Well, I took these little packets with me this time, 30 of them, in my carry-on suitcase. They kept me totally healthy with 11 different secret ingredients. You can see them at nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. I'll tell you more later on in the show. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. Folks, many of you reach out to me and you say, Nathan, so many guests on your show talk about the importance of batching. But whenever I try and batch, you tell me this. You go, Nathan, they don't book back-to-back -back times. So you, or they don't show up after they book. It's frustrating. The answer is, guys, you have to use smart tools. I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. I'll tell you specifically how I use it later on in the episode. This is episode 639. Be sure to tune in tomorrow morning for episode 640 with Bill Bryce. His company is called Pronto Sign. They've just passed 300 enterprise customers with 50 to 500,000 annual contract value. That's the average to help manage secure signatures. Good morning, everybody. Nathan Latke here. Our guest this morning is Tobin Soudin, and he is the CEO of Redbrick, the second fastest growing software company in Canada and the birthplace of a product called Shift. Tobin, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right. Tell us first. That's a big statement. Redbrick is the second fastest growing software company in Canada. How do you measure that? Uh, we didn't measure it. Uh, it was uh, an independent organization, uh, and I think it was called Profit. How they measure it? They measured it on revenue, revenue growth over the five-year period. Oh, fascinating! So it's kind of like like kind of the Inc. Five Thousand, but for Canada. Uh, yeah, you could you could say that. So definitely a smaller version of it. And what is the so so? How old's the company? How many years of data d did they have? Uh, they took a five, a full five-year uh, five-year period, uh, and so I think the the beginning was around. Uh, uh, 2010 and uh, 200,000 in revenue, mm -hmm. and then uh, uh, we were uh, we were reported in the range of 10 to 20 million as far as our, our final uh, fiscal fiscal year end in so 2016 or, or 2015. Uh, it was 2015 and reported in 2016. Got it. Very good. And what is the? Uh, I guess my question was: Did you did you launch? Was that launch year was 2010 or were you around before that? Uh, launch year was, yeah, it was 2010. Okay, great. Very cool. All right, cool. So now that we have some of those metrics, tell us what, what red brick does. And, and, uh, after you do that, maybe let's focus in on shift. Sure. Yeah. I think it's probably easy to give you a bit of a history too. You know, the way we started the business, uh, was, was from a, from an app distribution perspective. So we we're helping, helping other developers, uh, acquire users for their products, usually on a performance basis. So either on a, you know, cost per install or a revenue share or a, a percentage of, um, or, or, you know, like a, a CPS cost per sale. Uh, and, and that business, uh, ramped up very, very quickly for us. And what so we found that was basically was, an ad agency, right? Uh, well, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was a very specific software distribution, uh, business. And okay. so, uh, we had developed our own tools in house to, 
uh, to track and, and provide analytics internally in order to really grow that quickly. And so over time, we realized that that is a business on its own. Let's open that up and acquire uh, software publishers to use our own analytics. Uh, and as we did that, um, we uh, kind of had the, the desire to build some of our own products. Uh, and, and in some cases, uh, actually use those products as a, a proof of concept to show how our analytics solutions really worked and, and, and how we could grow products using them. Um, and so our, our main software, uh, our desktop software analytics solution, Deskmetrics, is integrated into Shift. And it's one of the ways we've been able to rapidly integrate on the product and grow it so quickly. And you say uh, from the website, Deskmetrics currently has 500,000 active users. How do you define an active user? Uh, at least one event in a, in a monthly, in a month. Okay, and, and what could an event be? Could it be something as simple as a sign-in? Yeah, it could, it could be anything, uh, but mostly it's a heartbeat event. So basically, we know that the user is online and active at least once during, during the 30-day period. And then what's the relationship between those 500,000 active users and the other metric you put out, which is 800 million downloads tracked? Um, well, the, I guess the, the relationship is just not all downloads become active users. Um, and so downloads, the reason why we call out downloads versus active users, is because some of our technology actually provides attribution. Uh, and so attribution can be a complicated thing. It's talked about a lot on the mobile side, but not a lot on the desktop side. So we've developed, uh, some, some unique features in our SDKs that allow us to attribute across from, uh, the browser into the desktop environment and, and connect those together. So the reason why we call out downloads and, uh, users is because we can actually attribute those directly to, together. Got it. And those of you non-tech folks listening, SDK just means software development uh, kit. Uh, that's impressive, though, Tobin, 800 million. I mean, how are and it sounds like you come from the world of driving app downloads. So so maybe makes sense that that number is, is so high. But give us some perspective for somebody listening right now looking to drive new app downloads for maybe their desktop software. Where where would they start? Well, they can definitely start with us. Uh, we, we can provide uh, uh, some consulting services as far as where uh, where to acquire users from. However, I, I think you know one of the, the, the big sources of, of user acquisition right now is Facebook. Facebook's got a phenomenal ad platform. Uh, their their tracking is 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 one of the best, and and the ability to attribute um, not just on a uh, on a download, but also multiple points through the funnel and kind of working in conjunction with the solution like Deskmetrics, uh, it, it works wonders and, and can optimize very quickly. And obviously with the, you know, with the size of the audience that Facebook commands, uh, you can grow a, a product quickly um, if you're using those type of you know, right tools. How much are you spending per month just on paid acquisition exclusively through Facebook? Um, we are currently spending probably $30,000 uh, but we've got a commitment to grow to a million dollars in a quarter. Uh, oh, interesting. The way you phrase that, you have a commitment. What do you mean by that? Is it just a goal? Well, it's more of a commitment. We're working closely with some teams at Facebook um, uh. in order to, to grow uh, to grow our, our, our businesses and, and some of our customers' businesses. And they're they're supporting us in a way that requires us to commit to be at a level that is a million dollars a quarter. Yeah, I'm going to try and put more brackets on that. And you can confirm if you can. That basically sounds like, hey, you'll, you know, from Facebook, Tobin, we're happy to give you early access to some of these things we're testing in exchange. You got to grow your ad spend this much by this date, something like that. That's the idea. Got it. Very cool. Um, OK, take us through and then the business model. Let's now focus in on on shift instead of desk metric. So what's the revenue model? How do you generate money? So the idea behind Shift originally was uh, Electron, the framework, it's, it's, it's really starting to become something we're seeing, you know, in applications like, 
like Slack, where you, you can build once uh, for, for the desktop and then deploy across all the platforms. And I think Slack's a great example of, of a company that's done that well. And so we thought, hey, why don't we build uh, software analytics for people that are building on top of the Electron framework? Well, let's show people how to do it. Let's build an app ourselves. So we ended up uh, building Ship to do that. Uh, and it turned out after we kind of launched it in preview, uh, preview release in September that it was something that proved you know, people really want it. And, and so what Shift does is light is switch between your Gmail accounts, your Google accounts in general, in between your, your mail, your calendar and drive. Um, I think, I think a lot of people have had this issue, whether, whether or not they're using, um, you know, multiple browsers or incognito mode or the ad account method, or they just straight up use IMAP or pop. Um, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. So it was a, it was a niche that we wanted to scratch ourselves and uh, Shift is, is a great solution. There are a lot of solutions, like I said, but Shift is a great solution for us. Um, and so as we were uh, you know, experimenting this just to showcase our, our analytics service, we, we realized that uh, uh, there's actually a great business uh, here on its own. And so we decided to uh, increase the team from a single developer uh, to later in the quarter, I think we had about 10 developers working on the project. Um, and we launched on December 20th and uh, uh, we acquired you know, about 15,000 new users in a very short period of time. How'd you do that, business model really, uh, Well, so, so the business model is... Uh, is simply, you know, software as a service, it's $20 a year. We, we feel definitely gated by the price of Gmail today. And so we wanted to have some sort of a reasonable uh, amount uh, on an annual basis that we were charging so we can continue to iterate and roll the product. Um, and so also by charging for, uh, for the product, we knew that we could profitably acquire users. So uh, today we're using uh, primarily Facebook, but we're also advertising on, uh, on, on, on AdWords as well as uh, Twitter, Quora, uh, we're on some of the native networks and a couple other places. And what is the, how many total customers are you serving today, Q1 2017, just on shift? Uh, I think we've seen about 20,000 installs uh, okay. on any given day or week. I think we have, on any given week, we have about 10,000 active users. Okay. Uh, and uh, and our free, our kind of our, our free to paid conversion rate uh, is around the 4 to 5% mark right now. Okay, so I can take around at a minimum 4% of 20,000, so about 800 paying customers, something like that. Yeah, and so that was just kind of our, our uh, this is our initial launch, and we're, we're iterating, uh, iterating toward uh, hitting a, a goal of about 10%. Yeah, this is, I was going to say, this is just like, I mean, this is only two months, two or three months old, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, by the way, why pick a, that's a hell of a launch date, five days before the holidays. Was that strategic, or, or your developers must have been killing you, because that's usually when all the bugs pop up, and they're on Christmas trying to fix the bugs, or why'd you decide that date? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. It wasn't the original date, like so many <laughs> projects uh, that you launched. The original date was uh, was a week early, uh, a week earlier, and so we had to make a tough decision whether or not to launch on December 20th, or wait until the first or second week of January. And I decided that uh, based on how we were investing in the product, it was better to get it out there uh, and to get some testing before uh, spending any more money on the development. Yep. And you said you said price point was 20 per month or per year? It's per year. Per year. Got it. So good. So look, 20,000 installs, 800 paying customers times 20 bucks, you know, 16 grand early on. That's that's a good way to say, hey, yeah, there's a market for this, right? Yeah, I'd love to be charging more. Yeah, why did you decide? Interesting question here. Um, you mentioned that there's other, a lot of other people in this space, and um, a lot of them choose to attack this problem via extensions or things in browser. Why did you decide to go the desk? Like, a, literally, I mean, if you guys go try Shift, which you should in the show notes, it's actually a desktop download. Why did Tobin decide to attack the problem that way? Well, was it I just think, so you could show off desk metrics? 
Well, yeah, that's that's how, that's how it originally. Um, you know, that's where that's the angle we came from. Um, however, I think if you look at uh, you know the browser model when it comes to how sessions work, it's it's not an easy thing to um, to build the experience like we built with Shift within the browser. Just the the, the technical restrictions on how browsers are built, um, and and so we thought Shift was was you know the, the best way uh, to solve the problem. And I think what you'll see in the future versions of Shift is we're going to continue on the path of keeping that kind of you know productivity experience with within Shift rather than you know when you go to a you know go go to Drive and click on that on a dock and, and it pops out into your browser and you've got that issue again. We're going to try and incorporate more of those things within within Shift. Um, so obviously we don't want to recreate the browser and uh, and and that's something that you know I'm faced with uh, a lot of questions even just from my own team. Why don't we have? Why don't we support Asana? Why don't we support Slack? Let's 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 continue to add uh, these type of integrations in, into Shift, and and I, and I think that as we do that, look, it's kind of like you know, as as those the number of integrations goes to infinity, our our Shift becomes a browser. Mm-hmm. Um, so so uh, so I really want to avoid that and, and continue to make the focus of of Shift um, uh, mostly on communication and, and a little bit of productivity as far as how it's linked to those those primary mail accounts. And then let's quickly jump back to desk metrics. If it is indeed, is desk metrics your, your main source of revenue to date? Uh, no, no, it's not. Well, so what is, yeah, help us understand that you have obviously SaaS products, but what is the main source? So, so we have uh, really three parts of the business. We have our app distribution business where we're distributing our own apps as well as um, our customers apps. We have uh, desk metrics, which is our analytics solution. And then we have own and operated software. So uh, shift be an example of one of those. Okay, got it. So the majority is coming from your software distribution business, kind of your what, what you were born with. Yeah. And that's the model of people can come pay you app developers can come pay you for distribution and you take whatever either a cut or percentage of spend or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, I think we're, we're on this path where uh, as much as we love that business, and, and it has been very good to us to ramp quickly over the years and help us build what we have today. Uh, it's not, uh, it's not predictable. It's not consistent. We can't uh, we, we, you know, it's really hard to uh, continue to grow a business when you don't know uh, how that will fluctuate on any given month. And so that's why you see our, our, our later products like Desmetrics as well as Shift, where we're, we're looking for recurring revenue. Yep. Um, what, what's your team size right now? Uh, I think we're around 37-ish. 37. And where are you guys all based? We're in Victoria, BC on Vancouver Island, which is on the west coast of Canada. Everybody or anyone out remote? Uh, we have a small team in Poland and a small team in uh, Brazil. Why? Uh, you know, honestly, they're they're just great people that we've come across uh, in our physical lives. Uh, where whether they were in Victoria or we've met them somewhere, and we just wanted to continue to work with them, um, and so we've brought them on as contractors uh, in their hometowns remote. Very cool. Well, hey, before we get into the final part of the show, let's put a little bit more spotlight on desk metrics here for a second. So, you know, tell us tell us more kind of about what it does for somebody listening that might be a perfect customer for you. Yeah, so desk metrics is primarily a desktop software analytics platform. It has SDKs for uh, Windows, Linux uh, and Mac, as well as some unique ones uh, that are based on JavaScript for things like Electron, as well as uh, extensions. So you integrate an SDK and then uh, a number of events are automatically tracked. The things from install to launch uh, to, to heartbeats to uninstall. 
et cetera, as well as you can integrate your own custom events. Um, one, one of the, the big uh, value propositions that we have is, is attribution uh, on, on the desktop space that I've already talked about, the ability to track a user from the, the web and onto, onto desktop, their activity within the app, and how that you know, relates back to your marketing campaigns, essentially. Um, it's what we're using for Shift, uh, and it's working phenomenally. And what's the average customer paying you per month? Uh, we, we have our, our pricing varies. I find, I find in the SaaS business pricing is always in flux and we're definitely still, you know, searching for the right pricing. Yep. Um, but, uh, I would say the average, you know, the average customer is probably paying us on, on, to the tune of about $500. And then we've, we've got, uh, you know, annually Tobin or monthly, uh, monthly. And what are the key, what are the key, uh, kind of drivers you're using to get higher ARPUs from people? Is it seat based or number of install based or impression based or what levers? So, uh, previously, uh, and, and how we started the business was the number of users. So the more users you have, the more expensive, uh, it is. And we had no gate on, on the number of events. And the idea being is that we believe you should track everything. So we don't want to stop you from tracking things just because you wanted to limit what you're paying desk metrics. And so, uh, what we, what we realized is that you know, it just doesn't work. We've got to change uh, to a model where we actually, we've got real costs associated with events and, uh, you know, we see user bases that are small, highly valuable, and they want to track a lot of things. And so we're moving to a model now where it's a combination of, of uh, users and events. Got it. And what year did you launch Just Metrics in? 2016. Like late 2016 or early? Uh, yeah, I guess March or April. April. Um, and uh, I guess it should be, no should be noted as well that we've been building the technology and using in-house for our distribution business for you know the three or four years before that. Yeah. And so do you have a, is that enough of a historical kind of sample size or historical cohort for you to be able to kind of pretty accurately predict lifetime value? Because that would lead to my next question of what you're willing to spend to acquire those customers. Yeah. So we have a lot of predictive modeling that we use and it's, it's, uh, you know, obviously we're using desk metrics to, as, as the underlying data store, uh, and, and we use those in house for our own and operated products, but it's something that we're exploring as far as how can we, open up the predictive analytics in a scalable way and let our customers use it as well. Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you host all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar, back-to-back -back meetings. I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also, they make it very easy to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay, nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Helps me so much, and by the way, Look, I like have so many meetings. I'm the best in meetings, okay? I do them back to back, very, very efficient. You guys know me. Many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen, okay? So I use the tool, it's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin, I said, Gavin, he's the CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14 day trial, isn't that great? I said, no. He's giving us a 45 day free trial at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not gonna stay up forever, so go get it now. nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Uh, let's wrap up here, Tobin, with your favorite book and some other things. These are the famous five. You ready? Yeah. All right. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, how to Win Friends and Influence People. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, no. 
Number three, is there, besides your own, is there a favorite online tool you have, like HostGator? HostGator? Um, favorite online tool? We're using Envision a lot right now. Okay, Envision. Oh, that's uh, design and product management, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love that app. Number four, uh, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? About six. Okay, and what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Uh, married with kids. Married with kiddos. All right. And are they, I always ask this question because parents always say, I can't launch a business because I have young kids, but then I have people like you on that are doing it. Are they young or are they old or are they out of the house? They're 17 months apart and they're age uh, one and a half. And Holy mackerel. <laughs> so two young ones. Yeah. All right. And Tobin, how old are you? I'm 32. Last question. Take us back 12 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, so my 20 year old self really struggled with whether or not to get a degree in business or to get a, a technical, technical degree in computer science or engineering. And, uh, I think if I was to go back, I would tell myself technical all the way because learning business is a lot of fun. And I think, uh, there's a lot of value that comes with that process, uh, learned, uh, in the real world world as well. So you would have told your 20 year old self that you had wished you got a technical degree. I did get a technical degree, but it took me six years to figure that out. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. So you wish you got it earlier. Yeah. Awesome. There you guys have it from Tobin. He wishes he got a technical degree earlier. Again, building Red Brick, fastest growing software company in Canada by third party. Launched in 2010, did about 200K by 2015, doing between 10 and 20 million bucks in revenue. They're getting out of the space of kind of professional services and one-on-one consulting for distribution and moving into kind of SaaS plays with their uh, new uh, companies launched in 2016, Desk Metrics and Shift, each with several hundred, uh, or sorry, yeah, several hundred, high hundreds of uh, paying customers. Uh, Desk Shift specifically about 800, paying 20 bucks per year, about 16 grand there for good signs of early traction. Tobin, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. If you enjoyed Tobin today, go back and listen to Patrick yesterday. He breaks down alternative investment ideas and I dig deep into his book deal where he negotiated a 10% royalty and a $100,000 advance. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners. But boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google right when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia, went to Sydney, Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, 15 different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it's hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is, I had a guy named Drew Canoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, 
take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixtures, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth. Took them once per day, never got sick. So they've got 11 superfoods and they're perfect if you're not traveling, but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at NathanLacka.com forward slash juice. That's NathanLacka.com forward slash juice.